Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Happy November, my friends. Are you listening to Christmas music yet? Do you decorate for Thanksgiving before Halloween? I have a friend that does that. They decorate for Halloween at the end of August. And then they decorate for Thanksgiving before Halloween is over. And then they decorate for Christmas the day after Thanksgiving. To each their own. What I like to do is I love to decorate for Halloween the first weekend in October. Then if I really have a lot of energy, sometimes I have been known to take down Halloween on Halloween night after trick-or-treating and put up Thanksgiving that night so that I wake up on November 1st to my Thanksgiving decorations. Now, I used to be really passionate about not decorating for Christmas until after Thanksgiving. That's how I was raised. That's how my dad and stepmom were. They were very, very passionate about this. However, as I moved out of my house, got married, had kids, what I found myself wanting to do was listen to Christmas music in November, like early in November. If it was snowing was always my rule. Now, I've just decided that all the rules are made up and you just get to do whatever you want to do and you get to feel however you want to feel. And everybody else gets to do whatever they want to do and they get to feel whatever they want to feel. And it is the best thing ever to just surrender to all of it. So I started listening to Christmas music on November 2nd because it was snowing in Utah and it was so amazing. Dean and I went to the library and the flakes were just so big and fluffy roofs on every rooftop were white. And we have just had such great snowfall to start off the season. I cannot wait to get to our cabin. I feel like it's going to be such a good snow year. And my parents, my dad and my stepmom still live in California. So anytime they say they have a storm this time of year, I get really excited because most of the time those storms from California come right out across Nevada and into Utah and we get dumped on. And we just haven't had very good snowfall the last six or seven years. But when I grew up in California, this makes so much sense to me because every seven years we had an El Nino or an El Nina, right? And so every seven years, you typically have a really, really wet winter. And in California, that means rain. But in Utah, it means snow, which means I'm going to be listening to a lot of Christmas music all through November. I just love listening to it when it's snowing outside. And I don't like the pressure of putting up Christmas after Thanksgiving because I like to decorate different parts of my house. And it takes a lot of time to do that. And it 
like strips me of my joy if I try to do it in one day. So what I have settled into that I really enjoy is on November 1st, I put up my Thanksgiving decorations in my main living room. And then I put out my Christmas trees that just have lights on them, like my little lights. Like I have three little trees that sit in my entryway. Then I have another small tree that goes in my living room. So I have a Christmas tree with no ornaments, just white lights and all of my Thanksgiving decorations. And it is the most magical, warm, cozy feeling ever. And then usually a couple weeks into November, just before Thanksgiving, I have... Sean, it takes me two weeks. That's why I don't get it out. I would do it on November 1st, but it takes me two weeks to convince Sean every single year because I have this tree that is flocked and all I do, it has all the decorations on it and I just put a tree cover over it with the decorations on and I have him bring it up from the basement and I take off the cover and I just spruce up all of the flocked you know, parts. And I adjust a couple of the ornaments if they've been sort of disheveled. I zhuzh it up. <laughs> I've been using that word so much lately. And in my Instagram stories, well, my my team, my Beyond the Rank team, we were talking about how do you even spell zhuzh? It's something like Z-H-O-O-S-H or something, but like I, I, I zhuzh it up. And so then I love having that tree out before Thanksgiving. And then after Thanksgiving, we always go get our real Christmas tree from the Christmas tree lot. And we I let the kids decorate that one. I don't even touch it. I mean, I put the lights and the ribbon on and then they put all the ornaments on. I don't even rearrange them, you guys. I don't want to do that. It's just so much fun to let them do it on that big tree that we have in our in our main living room in our basement. And then it takes me usually another day or two to decorate the basement, which is always where we celebrate um, Christmas. So I like it that way because it sort of separates it up into three different phases. And I feel like it stretches out the holiday spirit so much more. Just makes Christmas last longer. And I know some people want to be very black and white about it because they're human beings and our human being brains love black and white where we're just Thanksgiving and then just Christmas and separate the two. And if that's you, it's just oh so very human of you. And then there's some of us that like to mix and mingle the two holidays. And then some people just skip right over Thanksgiving and only and only do Christmas. And I say, do whatever makes you the happiest because this season is all about having peace and joy and gratitude and whatever way you decorate your house that allows you to do that is the way that you should do it. Your way is the right way. And that's the most amazing thing. So happy Thanksgiving month. Happy Christmas season. I'm so glad to be here celebrating with you. I have a couple of things to tell you about today. I'm going to teach you three coping skills for the holiday season. And I'm going to teach you the difference between coping and buffering. Buffering is when you avoid negative emotions. Coping is when you flow through and process your emotions in a healthy way. 
And this is something that we want to practice all year long. But man, do the holidays and getting together with the family give us so many opportunities to experience the full human experience of all the negative emotions and all of the positive emotions. I also have something really exciting to tell you about at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned because you're not going to want to miss this. It's going to help you solve all of your problems through the holiday season. And I cannot wait to tell you about it. So three skills. Well, actually, let's start off with what is a coping skill versus what is buffering, right? I want you to imagine that you just had your mother-in-law walk through your door on Thanksgiving day, and she walks in with her veggie platter and her jello salad and whatever else you've assigned her to bring, Martinelli's, whatever it is. And she walks in and she says to you, hmm, that's not the way I make my sweet potatoes. And then looks around your house and says, do you need me to help you pick up? It looks a little messy. And when she says that to you, you get angry because you're thinking she is so rude. And when you're angry, you might do something like smile and be fake. And you might say things to yourself like, I can't believe her and I wish she wasn't here or whatever it is. The holidays always bring out these things within us and they are great opportunities for us to practice managing our mind. So Coping skill number one that I want to offer to you is giving yourself compassion, right? A coping skill is not avoiding negative emotion. If you are trying to avoid being angry with your mother-in-law, cleaning your kitchen, unloading your dishwasher, maybe vacuuming, um, huffing and puffing, taking out garbages, all of those things are probably leading you to feel accomplishment or control. And that is, and then maybe later on in the night or the next morning, you feel even worse because you were buffering. You might even start eating chips or <laughs> pumpkin pie. I hate pumpkin pie. You should know this about me. I don't eat it on any holiday. My kids love it. I buy it for them. And then I buy myself a chocolate pie because with lots of whipped cream because that's what I feel like you should eat on Thanksgiving. And my husband thinks it's the weirdest thing ever, but totally raising my daughter the exact same way. And we are the chocolate pie people. So anyway, when you are eating the pie because you are so angry with your mother-in-law or you're eating the pie because you just feel awful and you wish you could feel better, then you're buffering. And then the next day you regret it. You wish you hadn't have done that. You wish that you didn't feel so awful still. And that is how you know that you're buffering because buffering makes our negative emotions feel worse. When we buffer, we avoid negative emotion. We resist them. We don't want to feel angry. We don't want to feel frustrated. We don't want to feel anxious. So we do things to distract us from it, to buffer from it. And when we do that, it makes the negative emotion bigger and stronger and harder to process later. This is why we want to learn good coping skills because coping skills 
actually allow us to sort of blow off some of our steam, so to speak, process the emotion, allow the emotion, and flow through it much more easily. So coping skill number one is offering yourself compassion. In those moments when you're feeling angry, in those moments when you're feeling anxious, or frustrated. I want you to offer yourself compassion and say things in your mind like, we should totally be feeling frustrated right now because we're thinking a sentence in our head that is, that was rude. She shouldn't be saying that to me. And I want you to notice that you're creating the emotion in your mind, not your mother-in-law. It's not what she said. It's not what she's doing. It's what you're thinking that's making you feel the way you're feeling. Because anytime you have a thought, your brain releases a chemical and a hormone inside of your body. It vibrates throughout your body and creates an emotion. And that emotion has to get out of your body one way or another. Just like when your body releases toxins, like... Whenever you have toxins in your body, your body is going to get them out through sweat, pee, and poop. Your emotions have to get out of your body too. When you're having positive emotions, it's really easy to get them out because you're excited, you're happy, you love feeling them. You don't want them to go away. Sort of like when you have something really exciting happen to you and you call your mom and you call your best friend and you scream, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I cannot believe this is happening. And then all of a sudden you find yourself sitting in the chair going, oh that was amazing. Okay. Back to work. It's because you're releasing positive emotions and they feel so good. It's so easy to flow through them, but it's those negative emotions that are uncomfortable that we don't want to experience the frustration, the anxiety, the anger. And so often like the way we were raised was we shouldn't feel angry. We shouldn't feel frustrated. We should only feel positive and happy all the time. Think positively, right? Wrong. No, 50% of the time, we're going to be positive emotions. And the other 50% of the time, we're going to be negative emotions. We can't mix up that ratio. It's always going to be 50-50. No matter what we do, no matter how we live our lives, that's the normal human experience. So offering yourself compassion and recognizing that you're doing that is so key in being able to cope through anything that the holidays your mother-in-law, your company, your team, your business, your husband, whatever it is, is going to help you to do. One of the things that I want to caution you about doing this holiday season is buffering with your phone. Now, I'm not saying that it's wrong to look at your phone or to express yourself through your phone. I love to express myself through social media. But if you're in an argument with your husband or you're bored at your family Thanksgiving party, if you notice yourself looking at your phone quite a bit, I want you to notice that you're probably buffering boredom or frustration or anger or irritation or anxiety. And when you do that, remember, it's making it bigger and more to process later. So if you can just settle into those emotions of boredom, like, yep, I'm bored. Here I am sitting at my grandma's house, bored because there's nothing to do and I just want something to do. Just feel bored. Notice what it feels like to be bored in your body. Notice what you can like what you can do with boredom other than picking up your phone and buffering out of it. Okay, so number 1 coping skill is compassion for self. And sometimes it's hard to offer yourself compassion. So one of the tricks that I do with my clients and that I also do with myself is when I'm struggling to offer myself compassion, I'll say to myself, what if I noticed my 
best friend or someone I really care about sitting in the room with me going through what I'm going through right now, what would I be thinking or offering to them in that moment? And then ask yourself, what is in the way of me offering that to myself right now? Why can't I offer that to myself right now? You totally can. And it helps so much. Okay. Coping skill number two, it's exercise, my friends. They will get you through the holidays so much better. If you can exercise, if you can allow your brain to get that physical movement going where you can get a good sweat on, where you can go for a walk, if you can just move your body for 20 to 30 minutes a day, or even if you're just having a little anxiety or feeling depressed, or if you're in an argument with someone in your family, go for a walk without your phone if possible. Notice the trees. Notice the air. Notice the birds. Notice the sounds that you hear. All of those things are going to reconnect you to yourself, allow you to process the emotions that you're feeling, and move through them more quickly and efficiently. This is going to improve your mood. This is going to make you feel better in the end, but it is going to allow you to process through those emotions while they're happening so you're not buffering out of them. If you do need to bring your phone, might I recommend that you listen to soothing music rather than a podcast or even a book? The reason why is because when we're listening to a podcast, when we're listening to a book, And this is what I love about podcasts and what I love about reading every night before I go to bed is it puts someone else's thoughts into our mind. And when you're trying to process emotions, it's really, really beautiful when your own thoughts can be in your mind so that you are flowing through your emotions, not having someone else create those emotions for you. So just be aware of that how empowering it is, how free it feels to go somewhere without the ability to put someone else's thoughts in your mind. And I'm not saying that it's bad to listen to podcasts or that it's it's a bad thing to listen to books. Those are all really, really beautiful things. I love to comfort myself with a book before bed. But if I am reading because... I'm angry and I'm trying to distract myself, then it's likely that I might be buffering with that. And I just want to be aware of that. The third coping skill that I want to offer to you is journaling. This could be on the notes on your phone. This could be on your computer. It might be on a pen to paper experience. But if you can write the things that you're thinking knowing that no one's ever going to read them but you, and you can be really honest with yourself in those moments, it's going to help you to think about your own thinking on a totally different level than if you are just talking about it with a friend or keeping it all up in your head. There's something very therapeutic. There's something really relaxing about it. And it is going to help you get perspective and see things through a different lens that you probably won't be able to see unless you put it on paper. Some other things that I do just as a bonus for you to create comfort any time in my life. I mean, if you followed me at all on social media, by the way, I finally got my Instagram account back. My personal Instagram account, Imagine Emmeline, that I have been building for over 10 and a half years was suspended on October 23rd. Then 24 hours later, it was disabled and I couldn't get it back. 
And so I hired someone professionally to get it back. It took them over a week to get it back. Normally it only takes two to three days and it took them over a week and a half because it was so hard to get it back. 12 days. And when I finally got it back, I was so happy because then I was able to connect with all of you. So um, when I was talking to you guys about that, if you follow me at all there, I also have a business account, Emily Gibson Coaching on Instagram, which also was disabled in like the great debacle of Halloween 2022, where millions of users were locked out of their Instagram account. But one of the things that I always talk to you about on my Imagine Emmeline account is I don't leave my house without a heat blanket. And I have one on my bed year round. I sleep with a heat blanket every single night and any time where I need to comfort myself. Like if I'm having a rough day or I'm feeling really overwhelmed, I go sit under my heat blanket. I keep a heat blanket in my office. I travel with my heat blanket. I love to fly on Delta. I have flown on Delta exclusively for the last like five years because they have plugs on their airplanes and I love their customer service. And I am so going to be Delta Diamond this year and I'm really excited about it. And I'm going to book that Porsche to take me from one gate to the next at some point next year because I love that they have that perk when you're a Delta Diamond. You basically let them know ahead of time that you need to be picked up at the airplane and they take you down the stairs and you go in a Porsche and they drive you to your next gate. So I just think that is the bougiest, most fun, amazing extra thing. And I'm totally going to book it next year. Anyway, so when I am feeling like I need comfort, I used to use chocolate peanut butter Tillamook ice cream. I used to use food. And I just have found, well, I just decided I didn't want to use food anymore as comfort. I didn't want that to be my, my comfort. After the pandemic, I wanted just to change that about myself. And so I replaced food with an electric heat blanket and it has been life-changing for me. I trust myself more. I feel like I create my own safety in a better way, which you do. You create safety. Safety is a feeling and your feelings are created by your thoughts. So you are 100% in control of yourself feeling safe. But I love having a heat blanket on hand at all times. It even has its own special duffel bag that I put it in. And that's the only thing I put in when I fly. And I just carry it on because I love to have that. And I love to have it when I'm in a hotel. It's just my security blanket, okay? And it's the best thing ever. And you should totally buy yourself a heat blanket. They are like $20 at Costco. You can find them really inexpensive on Target or Amazon. Get yourself one. It's life-changing. So I just wrap myself up in a heat blanket because heat and warmth is so soothing and comforting to me. Another thing I love to do is I love to be reading a historical fiction book. That for me is so comforting at the end of the day. It's where I turn my brain off. It's where I don't think about work anymore. I plug my phone in, in my office, and I have an alarm clock by my bed. I've taught you about this before, but if you're new here, I would highly recommend giving this a whirl. Ask for an alarm clock from Santa for Christmas and watch how your whole life changes. It's amazing. I have been doing this since I was... Well, I've had an alarm clock since I was seven, let's be honest. But I got my first cell phone when I was 17 and I just always plugged it in in the kitchen. I thought it was so weird to bring it into my bedroom, so I never did. And I've never, ever brought my phone into my bedroom. And people say, well, how do you use an alarm? An alarm clock. I have an alarm clock. Buy one on Amazon. They're super inexpensive. They have some really cute ones. They're the best thing ever. And I'm raising my kids on alarm clocks and Alexa's <laughs> and their alarm system. And I love it so much. So 
Anyway, heat blanket and a book for me is how I comfort myself at the end of any stressful or anxious day. It's how I soothe myself to sleep every single night. If I do a professional development book, I can't read it before bed because it actually turns my brain on. And I went years and years and years without reading um, professional development books because I didn't want to read them at the end of the day. And now I've started to occasionally read a professional, like a self-help book or an advancement book, some sort of personal growth book. But I read those during the afternoon or during the day the one my brain like wants to be active. But at the nighttime, I always read historical fiction. So those are my tips for you to avoid emotional eating during the holidays, to allow your emotions during the holidays, to give yourself a chance to have a true full life experience, which is 50% positive emotions and 50% negative emotions. And I know that this can feel really hard this time of year. And this is what I have for you this year. I have created a workshop to help you hang up your holiday hangups because how many of you are seriously dreading the holidays with your family? Maybe I say Christmas or Thanksgiving and you break out into a cold sweat and you feel like you just don't want to do any of that because when you do, you get so worried that your Aunt Linda is going to say something rude or your mother-in-law is going to ruin your holidays or maybe a family member died around a holiday. Maybe you had something traumatic happen to you. And so the holidays are a reminder of that for you. What I am going to be doing is helping you hang all of that up. I'm going to teach you in a two-day workshop to process your emotions. I'm going to coach you live if you can come live so that I can help you work through some of these holiday hangups that have been bothering you for years and decades and are ruining your holidays every single year. I want you to bring all of your hesitations. I want you to bring all of your anxieties. I want you to bring to me all of the reasons why you can't enjoy the holidays because it's too busy and You don't want to do the gift exchange with the family and you can't get the presents wrapped in time and it's just always so stressful and you can never get it all done. I want you to bring all of that to me and we're going to solve all of it in two days. Give me two days of your life, November 16th and 17th at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time for $19 and I'm going to help you solve for all of it. We're going to hang it all up once and for all so that you're going to be able to experience the holidays in the way you've always wished you could. You can go to my website, emilygibsoncoaching.com forward slash shop and purchase it there. You're going to want to purchase it right now because this course always sells out. There are only 500 spots. And every time I've done one of these courses, it sells out at least a week before we do the course. So it starts about a week from today, depending on when you're listening to this episode. So I let you have less time this time (laughs) to give people a better chance to be able to purchase a spot to attend live. Or as long as you pay and register, we will send you the recordings for both days. 
as an added bonus, because I really want this to change your life, I am going to provide a two-day workbook for you to go along with this. This is going to totally personalize it and individualize it to you so that you can write out the things that are going on in your life in case you don't want to get coached or maybe you are too nervous to get coached or you you're not sure if you're going to be able to be on live or whatever it is i promise you if you will give yourself if you will invest in yourself for 2 days and do this it's going to completely change the way you experience your holidays this year and it's going to help you to enjoy them in the exact way that it really was supposed to be enjoyed. And I can't wait to do it with you. So I will see you at Holiday Hangup. Make sure you go to the website right now, emilygibsoncoaching.com forward slash shop, $19. Purchase it. I'll send you the link to either attend live or as long as you're registered and pay the $19, I'll send you the replay and the workbook for both days so you can do it on your schedule and your time. I hope you have an amazing day. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and Merry Christmas on the way. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.